0: Welcome to the Sarah and Patty Podcast. Hello, this is Producer Alan, and this is the Sarah and Patty Podcast. In this edition, we caught up with Tom Bailey of the Thompson Twins, ahead of their appearance here on the Central Coast next month. We had a look at the disadvantages of living in a nude village, and we ran another 2GO snap poll. Is junk mail still relevant? Tell us what you think now at the 2GO Facebook page. These boys are coming. Well, you wouldn't believe where we're crossing to. Now we are crossing to the south of France, and the reason why, we've got the main man who has been behind the Thompson Twins since 1977. The show is on December 3, Newcastle Entertainment Centre, and the main man from the Thompson Twins is Tom Bailey. He joins us this morning. G'day, Tom. Hey, how you doing? Really hey. well, mate. How is it in the south of France?
1: It's the most spectacular... Clear sky evening here. The stars are twinkling and we lit a log fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How sweet is that? And, mate, what are you doing in the south of France?
1: Well, in the northern summer, that's where I live. And what I do is around about this time, it starts getting way too cold for me. So I go to New Zealand for a few
0: months. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? A lot of people do that here. Well, in the summer months, they'll, they'll go to a cooler climate and uh, in the warmer weather, they'll um, vice versa.
1: Well, I mean, I guess if you have the chance to do that, it's irresistible, isn't it? Then you just kind of chase the perfect temperature.
0: Hey, and you know, we will talk about thompson Twin soon, but when you, were, when you do go to New Zealand, did you spend some time living off the grid?
1: Oh, well, in a way, yeah. Um, when I first moved to New Zealand, I was in the bush and uh, and built a house in a fairly remote spot on the, on the coast in the north of New Zealand, which was fantastic, but very remote, you know. I mean, I guess... Uh, you Aussies know what remote means more than I do. <laughs> to me, after a few years, I wanted to move back to town. You know.
0: <laughs> did you tell me? Did you have hot water?
1: Yes, yes, we had all, all, all the uh, all the normal luxuries. I'm ashamed to say. It wasn't really a
0: test. <laughs> I see some of these, you know, these shows on America living off the grid from America, and I go, oh, I don't know whether I could do that. Uh-huh.
1: I think it's, it's, an interesting, uh, it's an interesting kind of fantasy now, isn't it? To get away from everything and to be completely unreliant on the world as it crashes around us. But uh, I don't know really how many people can hack it. We have to work together on that one, I think.
0: Yeah, one thing I, I wouldn't miss if I lived off the grid is bills. That, <laughs> that would be the good part of it. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah! Free electricity, free
0: water—amazing idea, isn't it? Now, <laughs> mate, let's talk about you guys, the Thompson Twins, coming to the Newcastle Entertainment Centre, December third. After all these years, and still, people are pumping out the Thompson Twins music.
1: Well, you know, I, I actually got away from it for a long for a long time and was doing lots of other things musically. Um, but about three or four years ago, I decided to. To dip back into that catalogue of, of hit songs from the Thompson Twins, and so I'm coming back not with the not with the same lineup as before. It's myself and some other musicians, but of course I, I was the founder member and the singer of the Thompson Twins. So people like to see me and hear me do that, and it's surprisingly good fun. You know, I thought maybe those things you leave in the past and you don't have to get into it again, but actually I'm I'm hooked. It's, it's great fun.
0: And does your family get involved in music as well, Tom?
1: Uh, we have, uh, some kids who are into the music business, and, uh, but, uh, they're not in my band, I think that would be <laughs> way too complicated. Did, did. But, I mean, as it is, they tell me what to do, so.
0: Oh, oh, mate, that's just kids in general, don't they? Fair Deacon. And, mate, what about with the kids? Yeah. Do, do, do you ever pull out the old, uh old DVDs or the old VHS and say, kids, come have a look. Now, this was back when we did put out uh, Hold Me Now or Doctor Doctor. <laughs> and come on. Now, this is how it's done.
1: No, don't worry. They've already been overexposed to all of that um, for years. And, you know, in a, in a sense, they're kind of supportive and they know what it all means. But, of course, can you imagine for, uh, for them, it's also a source of embarrassment in a weird way, you know, to see me with kind of big hair. <laughs> Um, it was a shock to their system, but that was but the. T- that's all right, that's yeah, all
0: right. yeah, but that was the time, though, Tom. And and you look at like you look at that era, you know, with even with Boy Jordan Culture Club and you guys and, and most bands wherever they were, ever like, well, that was just the way it was done.
1: That's right. Well, it was a big visual aspect to to a lot of successful pop groups in those days. So we emphasised it. We knew what we were trying to trying to do. Culture Club's a great example. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and Tom, what about, what would you say from, because it was 1977 when uh, you formed the Thompson Twins, what would have been, uh, what was the, the highlight of uh, being in the band?
1: Oh, I don't know, I mean, I guess getting to work with great producers and doing a lot of touring. You know, some of the gigs we did, like, for example, Live Aid, were just mind-bogglingly great, and, you know, you, you, you never forget those moments. They're the high points. It's, re- it's really just a continuum of, of, of excitement. For years and years and years, the Thompson Twins was a fantastic thing to be part of. And
0: still now, here we are, 2017, and you're still going. That's right. Well, mate, listen, we look forward to it. It's December 3, Newcastle Entertainment Centre, the Thompson Twins with Culture Club. Mate, we look forward to catching up with you, and thanks for spending time with us in the south of France this morning.
1: It's my pleasure And I'm looking forward to seeing you In your natural environment
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you Tom Take care Sometimes when you're reading Paper, you go. I I don't normally look at the TV guy, but I did today. And Sheppy, our producer, I just looked. You know, the Naked Village on ten twenty on the SBS on Sunday night because there's all those shows on. You know, National Geographic and all that sort of. You know, yeah, uh, Naked in the Desert and all that sort of stuff. So, and what this show is about, it's about um this group about thirty residents. They live in this village and they just like doing that. You know, but we are looking at the advantages and disadvantages of uh, being in the village. Yeah, what. You have a big disadvantage, do you? Yeah, it just popped into my head. Sunday roast night uh, with mum and grandma. Wouldn't yeah. it be a fun time? Oh. Oh. Yeah. God. I'm just thinking of the Christmas parties we've had home in Bundy. Well, I've just sat oh. here now and I've just oh. envisioned naked mm. grandma sitting in front of me no. demolishing some oh. meat. I've going I can't do it. No. Now, Macca from Wyoming, now, not disadvantages, but you've got an advantage, mate, on four three two four double four double
1: four. The advantages are. Yeah. No-one can
0: carry a concealed weapon. Hey, (laughs) seriously. And in today's age, that is brilliant. Yeah, Honestly. Seriously, because...
1: Where Are you going to hide your knife with your gun or or whatever else?
0: Not going no. to be able to, or unless you. No. Well, well, it could happen, but I tell you what, I reckon it'd be bloody uncomfortable.
1: You, you want to make sure the safety's on. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Thank
0: you, Macca. <laughs> the story this morning where this hacked-off homeowner he's won this landmark ruling to ban junk mail which could benefit millions of besieged householders. His name is George Arkless. He was so fed up with the relentless tide of leaflets dumped through his letterbox by a local estate agent, good morning to them all, uh, that he's applied for a judge or to make it illegal. Now, in what is thought to be a first case of its kind, the agent has been told he's no right to access... Um to deliver the flyers and we're just thinking oh look with seven weeks to Christmas after this week you just go holy jeez you just got bombarded there's no room for your letters because you get bombarded and it's full filled up with um junk mail and oh look we used to when the kids were little we used to look at all the toy catalogs now I just get straight in the yellow bin what are your thoughts that's our snap poll Sarah and Patty's snap hole our snap poll this morning junk mail is it still relevant I can't stand it I just throw it away hey Beck. Hi, Paddy. How are you going? Yeah, good. What about you? Junk mail, is it still relevant?
1: Of course it's relevant.
0: <laughs> do you go for it, do you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I love reading. Really, like, some of it I don't like. Mm. I don't like the, you know, super cheap whatever. But my supermarket one...
0: Yes. Oh right, so you're like selective. You are selective yes, when it comes to j mails. Yes, right. Yes. So when you want to know the what the kilo of mince is worth, you will get Coles or Woolies if <laughs> whoever or LD. Um, but as you say, when it comes to super cheap oldies, you couldn't care less. So you throw that.
1: That's right. I'm very selective. So yeah, get rid of that other stuff. I'll just keep the supermarket one.
0: What's your favourite catalogue uh, then?
1: Uh, well, my favourite would have to be Woolies, and then probably Big W and Kmart.
0: Oh, I can't wait to come around to your place and have a chat to you. It'd be brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Beck. See have a good one, bye.
0: Pie. Yeah, four three two four double four double four. Is junk mail relevant, or you just do like me, just go online? Mark, hello, mate.
1: Hey, Patty, how are you? Mate? Yeah,
0: good. What do you think? Junk mail is it irrelevant?
1: Irrelevant as all, mate. Because I tell you what, all it does is take up half my bin. <laughs> I just think of all the poor
0: trees that have been chopped down. That's what I do.
1: Exactly right. You know, everything's advertised on telly and everything else. You go to Aldi. Every time you go to Aldi, you end up with a pamphlet in your bag. You end up with pamphlets in your letterbox, so it's disgraceful. Cutting down trees, that's all it is. You to get rid of junk mail and plastic bags. Do they
0: put... You know how people have on letterboxes no junk mail at this joint? I still see junk mail sometimes. If I was a junk mail, you know, person, I'd just go, oh, I'll just tease you today and I'd just put a couple in there. Oh, no, no I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But do they deliver to... You, you'd t- keep
1: coming back. You'd keep coming back all day and doing it. As soon as I took it out, you'd be up the road.
0: <laughs> so no for you, mate.
1: Junk mail is... Mate, big definite no because uh, we don't need it. Any, you know, ask Google.
0: Yeah, that's what most people do. All right, Mark. Thanks for your call, but thanks, Mark. Cheers, yeah. mate. What about you, Chevy? Our producer, Junk Mail. Is it? Well, well, I know you love. Is it irrelevant? You love the JB. Yeah, as Mark Hi-Fi. said, you've got your smartphones or your computers yeah. and catalogs, but I get overlooking at it. Plus, yeah. I keep getting like Tinder notifications or Facebook notifications, and it's so <laughs> distracting. when you've got a catalog there, and you don't like, get that. Oh, what to buy that TV? What to buy that computer? What to buy that washing machine? What to buy it all? we just say the kids at Christmas. Okay, what do you want off Santa? And we'd give them a pen and on the toy catalog, and they would have every toy circled before the end of the catalog. Yeah. So we went no. And listen, on Two Geo's Facebook page, uh, Kelly said, "I love junk mail, especially at this time of the year. Even if I don't rush out to buy anything, I just like to see what's new." See, there's a point exactly. there. That's a point. Pete Mankiniha, I like your thinking, Patty. I don't think we need it anymore. It's freely available online. Also, Tony, I live in a household divided over the issue. My wife loves to get the stuff. I hate it. I think the best solution is for the no junk mail sign, which needs to be prescribed in law and must be obeyed. Must like the do not call register? But you know the do not call register... I still get calls, you know, on. Yeah. And we got signs. I don't have a
1: house phone, so
0: it's great. You've been listening to the Sarah and Patty podcast. Catch them live, weekdays from 5 on 107.72GO.